a mushroom. You're not a mushroom. I'm a mushroom. You're not a mushroom. I'm a mushroom. You're not a mushroom. I'm a mushroom and I have a oh basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>
What's, what's like the tone of your stories today? Stupid people, terrible person, and then some funny name places. Okay. That's quite a mixed bag. Yes. I have to find my notes. <laughs> there we go. Okay. First one's really fucked up. Then like a story about Aussie animals actually working for us rather okay. than killing us. I like it when I go to the Maccas and there's a kangaroo making my burger. Yeah. Totally. Exactly like that. <laughs> Maccas is McDonald's. And then more and animals. And now I want some nuggets. Ooh. And some eggs? Because McDonald's oh, sells yeah. eggs now? <laughs> McDonald's is selling like milk and eggs and bread and stuff now. Yeah. Roll up the drive through at three in the morning. Uh, get a quarter pound of meal. Six pack of eggs. Six pack of eggs. <laughs> sweet and sour sauce. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, honestly, we might have to take this up at some point because we can't get eggs. I, I can't. I can't describe how annoying this is to me. I fucking love eggs and I eat them a lot. So I'm very annoyed. I just want eggs. Okay. Chocolate or regular? Both. (laughs) Who wants to go first? You're looking at me but not saying anything. Do you want to go first? I mean, I can if you want me to. Okay. Okay. Because mine is definitely like a light note to end on. So. Okay. I'm going to laugh and stuff during this story, but obviously everything I'm talking about is actually really serious and really not good. So I'm just making light of a very dark situation. So please don't take offense to that. Where to begin on this one? This one's a wild ride from start to finish. So I'll I'll just start. I'll start at the start, yeah? Uh, Matthew Spencer, who is 27 and from Parks, New South Wales. Do you know where Parks is? I actually know the answer to this one without having to look it up, which is amazing for me. Maybe. I feel like I do, but I'm going to look it up because... It's near Orange. It's okay. about two hours west of Orange. I mean, I only know that because a lot of my family is from Orange. <laughs> but yeah, it's about two hours west. And Orange is already quite west. So you oh, head towards the middle of New okay. South Wales. Because usually when I go to Orange, I go north and go up to Dubbo. Yeah. So Dubbo's north of Orange and like Bathurst a little bit south of Orange. Bathurst is more east. Okay. We're in like rural New South Wales. Yeah. Is essentially what we're saying here. Just north of Forbes, which is where their magazine's produced. Uh, of course. Um, so, okay. Glad we got all that laughing out of the way because here's the bad news. Um, Matthew, who's from Parks, stabbed his father to death in September of 2018. Don't do that. So, obviously, that's awful. And, I mean, I guess trigger warning here. Fast forward 30 seconds because I'm going to tell you how he died. His father died from injuries to his head, neck, chest, back, and arms. And all of those injuries were inflicted with a serrated edge steak knife that was in their home. Yeah. Now, I don't usually like just tell you guys about a murder. The reason that I picked this story is because Matthew claims that the rapper Jay-Z spurred him on to do it. Oh, yeah. Was Elvis there too? It's a weird one. Uh, I don't know any of his songs so i can't even make like a good joke what about like encore that's probably like his most famous song i don't want to make that one that joke yeah no don't don't do that so yeah he reckons jay-z spurred him on should we tweet at jay-z right now jay-z is this true i don't think this is jay-z's fault (laughs) but so earlier this month so this is the reason why this came up again earlier this month the supreme court heard matthew's story of mental illness and drug abuse including now i found this tidbit Pretty interesting, even though it was only mentioned in one of the articles I found about this, which maybe I'll cover at some other point because it in itself is a fucking crazy story, including how one of his friends was murdered by the great nephew of Ivan Malat, Matthew Malat. Have you heard about that? No. 
Okay, it's a horrendous story. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I should cover it on here, but it's just a lot of details and a lot of... Do you know your Ivan Milat number is four? I think you've told me this before. How how is my Ivan Milat number four? Because I've got a family member who works with a relative of Ivan Milat's. Ivan Milat has a really big family. He does. You'll probably be surprised how close to Ivan Milat you really are. If you live in New South Wales, you probably have a pretty low Ivan Milat number. There's lots of infighting in the family because half of them hate him and half of them support him and say he was innocent. Yeah, it's 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 a weird one. There are definitely like members of his family who literally don't give a fuck that he's dead, and I mean, I think the general public agrees with that. The, um, but then from, there's from others that are like the he's Ivan Malat family member that I have not close. I've never met them, but the person in my family who works with them, they're not a supporter of them. Right. <laughs> I think the vast majority aren't, but there are some few like nut jobs in there that really believe he was innocent. Shocking that there's a few nut jobs in Ivan <laughs> Malat's family. Right. Huh. Okay, so yeah, Matthew Malat is a fucking nut job as well. I don't think he believes that Ivan Malat was innocent or anything, but he wanted to be like him. Fucking asshole. Honestly, he's a piece of shit, and I'm glad he's rotting in jail. Uh, Matthew Malat is currently serving a 43-year prison sentence for the murder of David... Oh, he's got a weird last name. I'm really sorry. Atteloni. Atteloni? Something like that. I'm really sorry. He murdered David in Belangelo State Forest in 2010 when he was only 17. And That's the same forest, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, of course it is. And da- the way Matthew, he did it was you're not horrendous. original. You're not new. You're just a sad little copycat and I'm glad you're in prison. Yeah, same. The way he murdered David was horrendous. And there are recordings of it, which is even Great. worse. Yeah. Like the whole story is, <laughs> it's really bad. Um, what does this have to do with Parks? So, well, he was friends with the guy who got murdered. So, I mean. Matthew Mallett was friends with. No, no. So, Matthew Spencer was friends with David, who Matthew Millat murdered. Okay, so Matthew the guy who killed his dad yes. was friends with the guy that Matthew Millat killed. Yes. Okay. I think that this was brought up because, I mean, I'd fuck anyone up, I think. Having your friend murdered by a Millat in Belanglo State Forest. Mm. So I, th- I think that this is part of his whole plea about... Like, Why he's gonna... would you go with a Malat family member to Belangelo State Forest? I get it. He sounds you, like he's a teenager. You wouldn't think though. lightning's going to strike twice, right? <laughs> I'm assuming the guy that Matthew Malat killed was also about 17? Yeah. So, like you know, what? because we're kind of raising more questions and I don't want to derail from yeah. the actual story. Maybe I will do that. Maybe I'll do that one next week. Okay. So we can sort of answer all those. But yeah, let's talk about Matthew Spencer, not Matthew Millett. The so, dad killer. Not the serial killer. Well, he only killed one person. Uh, mm-hmm. So Matthew Spencer, his legal team said that he should not be found guilty by reason of mental illness um, and that he had been receiving treatment for psychosis-based religious delusions between 2016 and 2019. Ah, yes, the Church of Jay-Z. He had clearly been having some issues even prior to the murder of his father. He had been exhibiting paranoid religious ideation, saying he was Jesus, Lucifer, and the devil in the months before the death of his father. I mean, that sounds pretty serious to me. I mean, Lucifer and the devil being the same person, okay, but Jesus also being the one? Yeah, I don't know. I don't buy it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that he would be able to set up a defense from 2016 when he murdered his father in 2018. That's a long game plan if that was the case. Mm. 
I don't know. It just it sounds to me like he had some pretty serious mental health issues going on here. One forensic psychiatrist report tendered to the court said at the time of the killing, the accused was laboring under such a defective reasoning arising from a disease of the mind that he did not know the nature and the quality of the act he was committing. Basically, they're saying he didn't know what he was doing mm-hmm. and he didn't understand how wrong it was. I'm assuming that the forensic psychiatrist is unbiased and isn't on either side. I'm assuming. I actually don't know how that works. Is I have it? no idea. Me either. Anyway, immediately after Matthew had stabbed his father to death, he made some strange social media posts. Okay. Trust God. It's written in the stars. No satellites can change it. I'm sorry once again, but I got to show no love. Love will get you killed. Okay. Yeah. He then went to Trundle Hotel, which I think is near past. implying he killed his father because his father loved him? Yeah. It, uh, it gets real fucking weird. Um, he then went to Trundle Hotel to get a few drinks with blood still on his face and clothes. Is that when someone called the police? No. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Going on in parks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, it's rural buttfuck middle of nowhere, news of the Wales, but... I guess, but still weird, no matter where you are in the world. He then, he called the police himself to confess, saying, Gangster Rap made me do it. The Jay-Z song... Encore made me do it. What? <laughs> yeah. Is that the one with Lincoln Park? Uh, there, there was a, a remix with Lincoln Park, yeah. He elaborated when being interviewed by an officer at Wellington Correctional Center saying, after hearing the lyric, what the hell are you waiting for? He knew, and quote, the song was talking to me and I knew then that I had to kill my father. I think this is just a really bad story what? of a person who is obviously suffering with some pretty serious mental health issues. But yeah, his defense is... Jay-Z made him do it. Why? Or at least suggested that he should. Why Why would Jay- But Jay-Z wrote that song years ago. Yeah, I know. Why would Jay-Z <laughs> write a song like... Okay, when did Encore come out? Oh. Well, it was definitely well before 2018. I can safely say that. Encore. Jay-Z. Not Jats. Oh, I wouldn't mind some Jats. And some Brie. It's a 2003 hip-hop song. Yeah. Yeah. Jay-Z it's, totally it's wrote a song 15 years before you murdered your father when you were a baby. I don't want to kill your dad. I don't want to diagnose this guy, but he sounds schizophrenic. Uh, yeah, there's definitely something there. Usually, when I think of the whole like men, he was crazy. Her defense to me, it's like that's just a cop out. But this one, it sounds like it's a legit. No. He actually does have a problem. Yeah, no, and like I think honestly, do you think in this case that even though you know you and I can sit there and go, well, if you stab your dad in the neck and the chest, he's going to die. Mm. I'm not sure that at the time he realized that that was the consequence. Which is obviously logically sounds stupid, but to someone who isn't thinking straight yeah. or who can't think straight, I kind of understand why they're saying that he should be not guilty. Doesn't mean that he's going to be set free. It just means he won't go to prison. Or go for prison for a less amount of time. No, it's probably more that he'll be put in a mental health facility. Mm. Yeah, sounds like he probably should be there. Pretty sad, but I just thought that was a weird one when I read the headline. It was like, it was literally like New South Wales murderer said Jay-Z made him murder his father. And I was like, okay, that's, um, so I bought the mood right down so it can only go up from here. <laughs> mm. Well, speaking of dads getting in trouble. I really hope you're going somewhere else. <laughs> Victoria police broke up kid's birthday party and issued $25,000 in fines for ignoring Whew. lockdown. Jesus. Zach Krellin for Pedestrian TV. This is a really short story. There wasn't a lot on it, but you ever heard of Bo Maris? It's a wealthy suburb here in Melbourne, apparently. No, never heard of it. <laughs> I've been through it. Um, your con- You know that photo you've got of me for your contacts in your phone? Yeah. 
I took that photo near Maris, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's down there. Okay. I didn't know where it was either until I Googled it today. I'm like, oh, okay. I've driven past that, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, never I keep meaning to take you back down there, actually. It's a nice drive along that road. One day when all this is over. Hmm. Neighbours of a resident in Beau Maris, Melbourne, called police last Sunday when they noticed an eight-year-old's birthday party was being held at the address. At least 21 people were in attendance. Keep in mind, we're in the middle of a stage three lockdown in Victoria right now. What an idiot. I guess they probably thought, oh, it's in our house, it's in our backyard. They won't know. Police attended near the end of the party and issued a $1,652 fine to the homeowner, which I've noted, given the wealth of the suburb, they can probably afford it. Probably. I'm not feeling too bad for them. A homeowner denies there was a party, despite the photographic evidence and the balloons and the posters saying, Isaac's birthday party this way. Typical, rich, yuppie bullshit. The thing about this is that obviously someone's called it in. The police Multiple were... neighbours have called it in. And yeah. they've, they've taken photos. You, you look up the article, there's photos of the party. Yeah, like, there's no way that they're going to get away with saying, oh, there wasn't a party. Like, no way. And the police attended. They yeah. saw it. They saw the end of it. But, like, you what can tell. You know when there's been a party. Yeah. yeah. It's only an eight-year-old's party. You turn up, the kid was eight. He's probably like, it's my birthday. <laughs> so it wasn't the only thing that the police attended to last Sunday for people breaking lockdown. Last Sunday alone, they issued 91 fines for people breaching lockdown. Jesus. Or the stay-at-home orders, including people having a basketball game. I think I heard about that one. And another party in Bentley East, where 15 attendees were all issued on-the-spot fines, totaling 25000 Australian dollars collectively. Are people stupid? The people like, involved, you want to piss your money away? The people involved have been berated on social media. Good. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that most people are on the side of sense. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I don't... It's like those people that are like, I need to go get my hair cut. Open up America. As I was watching a video today. And yeah. Just, I, I, they're just unfortunate that their fucking head of the state didn't come out and say haircuts were essential. Like ours did and then changed his mind on how long of a haircut you could have. I have to be honest. I don't even know what the rule is on haircuts right now. Neither do I. But the hairdresser I go to, despite my lack of hair, is actually opening up next Monday. Okay. I'm considering going down and getting my beard tended to. So. Okay. But maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Stay home. It's not. Yeah. I like. I have to question people who can't go without getting a haircut for like a couple of months. I think this lady's upset because she's obviously gets her hair dyed. She pointed her head down and it was going grey. But still, why does it matter? You're at home. No one's going to see you. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you're doing the right thing, literally no one's going to see you greys and no one gives a fuck. Look, you know, I I get that people, you know, get their hair dyed and that kind of thing, get their hair done because they want to feel good about themselves. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm. But if you're doing the right thing and you're staying inside, the only thing you have to contend with is a mirror. I was reading Twitter before we started this and there was a thread in there about someone who uh, their kid had basically been like having a 40 minute long screaming tantrum and screaming everything at the end of it. And at the end, they finally calmed down and they simply said that they missed their friends and going to school. And then oh. there were all these parents replying with all their stories about, it sounds like, like young kids are being really affected. I never thought about it because no, I, I think because I moved so much as a child that yeah, it wasn't a big deal to me. It's like when I, when I got to grade six and I was graduating grade six, watching like all the other classmates that I had there, a lot of them were crying and stuff and I didn't get it. I was like, well, what are you upset for? I just got another <laughs> school. Who gives a shit? But obviously, I'm in the minority there, apparently, from what I'm reading these stories. And there are some like terrible things. These kids are like, I know we're not allowed to say this word, but I hate coronavirus and stuff. <laughs> Poor kids. I mean, you know, even as a child, I was very much an introvert. And I don't feel like I would have cared if I had to stay home, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Um, I probably just would have 
It probably helped. I rode grew up my bike and stayed inside bars and, and razor wire anyway. So you know, yeah, I think all Go, that, going out really wasn't a thing I could do as a child. Yeah, I mean, all I think I did when I was like that age was ride my bike and play video games anyway, and that's pretty much exactly what I'm doing now. I don't think that I it would have affected me, but um, I understand that not all kids are like that. I didn't have a bike for a long time. That's pretty much all I did as a kid. My PlayStation was broken. So. Um, but and there's no other cycle anyway because I lived behind bars and razor wire <laughs> in our compounds. Oh god! And on the plantations, not- which sounds really bad, but we just lived there. Okay, I'll believe you. <laughs> there's oranges and coffee. In fact, I don't think I ever saw. I have no idea where any of that coffee or those oranges actually went. I never saw anyone picking it either. It's so weird. If if your child's gonna have a tantrum, I feel like that's a really wholesome reason to have one. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I want a toy or like something like that. It's they're just, just no one they're frustrated friend. and they, they yeah. don't want to go outside. So I can understand, but they're children, right? They're, they're children. I get it. Yeah. You're a grown ass adult. You can wait a few weeks without yeah, going out absolutely. partying and getting a fucking haircut. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, you know, not everyone thinks that way. I guess. <laughs> okay, my second story is about. The good old funnel web spider. I was about to say dogs, but okay. No, funnel webs. It's a kind of dog. No, it's not. <laughs> Eight legs, lives in a tube. It's a fucking venomous. really dangerous spider. You know, apparently the Sydney funnel web is like the most venomous. That doesn't surprise me. There's that episode of Peppa Pig that's banned in Australia because it tells kids not to be afraid of spiders. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas in Australia, you should most definitely be afraid of spiders. Except for the huntsman, but... You'll be afraid of that one anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, it's big and it's... I mean, huntsmen's are the dogs of the spider world. They're just big and hairy and want to be a friend. But they're scary looking. But they're really scary looking. And they're Like, huge. they're the size of, like, a dinner plate and they're terrifying to look at. But totally harmless. Like, they can't even yeah, bite you. I don't know why they've got such, like, a bad name as well. Like, <laughs> it's because they look, they look terrifying. Mm. Um, But the worst thing about huntsmen's... Sorry, before we go on to that, the funnel web. Um, worst thing about huntsmen's is they don't make a web. So you just find them. Mm. Or they're just like on the wall, like <laughs> you just happen upon them. That I think that's another reason why they're terrifying because you don't expect to find them. They're just there. <laughs> Usually in a big corner, you turn on your light one and you're like, why is there still a shadow in my... Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> Worse for me who can't see without my glasses and then you just see like a blurry blob on the wall and you're like, what? what's that? And then you get close enough and realize you want to burn the house down. The funnel web is a lot bigger than I thought it was. It's not a huge spider, but it's not like redback sized, which is not very big at all. Mm. Like, what, like a five cent piece? Yeah. Whereas I think like funnel webs are about a 20 cent piece. Like they're pretty sizable for a spider. Funnel web spider size. They're also extremely fucking venomous and... One you to know, five centimeters. We, we had a conversation a few episodes ago about redbacks and how we thought that they were super venomous when we were kids and then sort of found out as an adult that they're not so much. Funnel webs, however, are really, really, really venomous and you will probably, like, if you don't get medical attention, you will die if you get bit by one. Like, one it, they're, oh, they're land bad. dwelling animal that has the history. Sorry. Venom can kill a. Sorry. The funnel web spider's venom can kill a human in 15 minutes. Yeah. No, like, it's. They're bad. They're, They're the world's very deadliest bad. spider. Yeah. Like, Fun. <laughs> and we have a lot of them in Australia. In saying that, though, I think I've only seen one once. I don't think I've ever actually seen one. I've seen them in the zoo and things like that. He was but... in the shower with me. It was quite oh, scary. God. Um, so, just read some symptoms here. Bite symptoms start early, beginning with a tingling around the mouth, twitching of the tongue, profuse salivating, watery eyes, sweating, and muscle spasms. Hypertension and elevated heartbeat occur 
when combined with respiratory distress may be very severe and potentially lethal. Yes. Basically, you go into a fit. Yeah. So basically, you just shut. You just start shutting down. It's really what bad. What is these spiders eating that needs that much killer poison? Yeah, I don't know. Um, what but are they prepared for that we don't know about? I don't want to know. Um, but yeah, so basically, funnel web spider venom is, well, the worst. Despite the name, there's nothing fun about a funnel web. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> now that you have some fun facts about funnel webs. Uh, 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 anyway. <laughs> same joke. <laughs> I delivered it differently. So research has uh, research started at Brisbane's QIMR Medical Research Institute. I don't know what that stands for. I'm sure it does. Was it QIR? QIMR. I probably should have looked at that before I've read this out, but I don't know what it stands for. It is something. Probably Queensland. Yeah. Queensland Institute of Med- medical, medical Research. research. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've solved it has found that a peptide from an Australian funnelweb spider has been found to kill both human melanoma cells and facial tumors that are found in Tasmanian devils. Sorry, say that again? So, something, mm-hmm. a peptide. I actually did Google what a peptide was because I didn't really quite understand what the I've fuck that meant. i heard of them. And to be honest, when I Googled it, it didn't help me much and it was all really science-y and I'm not a science person. But basically, if you explained it to me like I was five, I'm pretty sure that peptides are the building blocks that make up protein. Okay. And it's in the venom or the... I'm going to get to that. It's found that the peptide from a funnel web spider kills both human melanoma cells and facial tumors that are found on Tasmanian devils. Huh. It's also found that it had almost no negative effects on the surrounding healthy tissue. Huh. So this Who soup, thought to check this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I did actually do some reading, but I didn't include it in the notes because mm. I didn't know how relevant it was. But apparently there's a Brazilian spider that they've tested on cancer as well, which responded to... Who decided to test spider yeah, venom I don't on know. cancer? I, I mean, maybe they were just thinking, this kills people. Maybe it can kill specific cells. I Maybe. I'm not sure. I guess maybe if they could concentrate it on a specific thing. And I don't think it's so much the venom, but it's like no, a part, it's part of, of something. That could make up the venom. That um, Yeah. Certainly the cancer cells on the faces of Tasmanian devils and melanoma cancers are very prevalent issues in Australia. Yeah. So, so um, two birds of one stone there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just like, I think it's Save kind of funny. Save the Tasmanian devil and the Australian people. I had a yeah. minor melanoma scare this year. Yeah, melanoma. I don't know how prevalent it is in I other countries, probably, but well, yeah, in Australia it's super common. Yeah, melanoma is very deadly. Uh, skin cancer. Actually, I read a story about like a German doctor who came here, mm. and they had no idea what they're looking for because they just don't get it over there. Yeah. So it's to me, a melanoma is you go outside, you're risking getting a melanoma, and in other countries they don't even see them. Yeah. Um, That's not fair. It was actually like... Bullshit. So, so melanoma, melanoma is so prevalent in Australia mm. that I don't know if you remember this, but we had a really big um, stop, stop, advertising stop. campaign that was part of it. There was another one that showed melanoma going into your bloodstream. Like, I remember it was that one. pretty scary. And you haven't even um, started to burn so, yet. Yeah. It was so effective that now there's an issue with vitamin D deficiency in Australia. It's got the opposite effect now. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the most pe- common cancers, melanoma skin cancer. Yeah. Sorry, excluding melanoma skin <laughs> cancer. <laughs> it was like, that's way ahead. No point including that in the list. Um, um, but melanoma skin cancer, it looks like a freckle and then it kills you. Yeah, so you could... I mean, not to scare anyone, but you could have it and not know it. Yeah. 
Um, if you get any weird lumps or bumps or random if spots anything changes, up, if you have if you have a, a freckle or something that changes, just go and get it checked out. Mine took from the doctor saying, "Oh, you should probably get those checked." Through to getting it cut out took what mm. two months? Yeah, it and pretty it cost quickly. me nothing. Yeah, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> Woo! I okay. the public system it was great. Yeah, I mean, I've my had... GP thought I should maybe go through the private sector, which would have cost me like five, six hundred dollars. He thought it might take a while because he was worried about the weight, and he's it, he's you know he's like, if it is one, we should probably get get it sooner or later. When I agree, mm. uh, but the public sector came back to me and said, "Oh yeah, you want to go in in two weeks?" I was like, "Okay." Yeah. I have to admit, in my experience, I've had surgery through the public sector as well. And they always give you like a worst case scenario. And then they come back and it's like nowhere near as long as that. Although I'm glad I got it over and done with earlier in the year. Because if I was going through right now, I'd be a bit screwed. You probably wouldn't even have got it out. It wasn't. It wasn't a level one emergency and it wasn't the lowest priority. I was in a middle category. So they might have still let me do it as a potential risk. But anyway, back to the story. Mm. So the peptide was extracted from the venom gland, but re- researchers still aren't sure if it was from the spider's venom or its blood. Interesting. Does the spider get melanoma skin cancer? <laughs> I don't think so. Do they have skin? No, I think spiders have an exoskeleton. So probably Maybe. not. <laughs> so I'm gonna gonna read out a, a big quote from the lead researcher about this, just to you know sum everything up. When we tested the Australian spider peptide on human melanoma cells in the laboratory, it killed the majority of them. We also found the peptide slowed the growth of melanomas in mice. So not only did it kill melanoma, it slowed the growth. Mm. So that's pretty interesting to me. More fun spider facts. They have both an endo and an exoskeleton. Jesus, funnel webs are complicated. We also found that the Australian funnel web spider peptide was better at killing melanoma cells and stopping them from spreading than the Brazilian spider peptide, which I mentioned before that they had already tested. But I don't think that spider is as venomous as... Which one? Funnelweb. The Brazilian one? Oh. It didn't say which one it was, but... Well, considering Funnelweb is the most venomous, safe to say. I've always been interested in the Tasmanian devil and had been trying to find a new drug to combat the facial disease. So I tested the Funnelweb peptide and found it was really potent because it specifically kills the cancer cells in the Tasmanian devil. It can be explored as a potential new drug that could be used to protect the species. We've only done preliminary tests and we need to do more work on it, such as testing on different types of cancer and tumors in the hope it can be put forward as a drug candidate. This probably won't make it anyway anytime soon. No, that's usually but, how it goes. I mean, I still think it's very interesting that you have literally the world's most venomous spider could somehow be put to use saving people. Yeah, because they're pretty common as well. Yeah. People hand in funnel webs all the time because we need it for the antivenom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you see a funnel web, you can call someone and they'll come and get it and they'll take it away and they'll usually take it to like a milking center. Yeah. Which, from what I understand, is sort of like a hotel really for the spider. Just occasionally get manhandled and milked. <laughs> I um, I actually, oh, where was it? It was a museum in Sydney. It was on Oxford Street. You, you went to it? Oh, uh, I think you can go... Or you've told me about it or someone else knows. Yeah. Um, I you can go watch the milking. Yeah. So we went there for a Halloween event. And one oh. of the things I had was live spider milking. Cool. And the guy who was doing it didn't even wear fucking gloves. But because it was like under a magnifying glass, you could see all of the scars on his hands. And I'm like, <laughs> wear gloves. <laughs> There's a scientist I read about who his thing was like insects and venom and stuff like that. Mm. And... He essentially had immunity 
to pretty much every toxic, naturally occurring venom in the world because the amount of times he was accidentally stung. <laughs> Jesus or, Christ. For science reasons, he'd inject himself with minor things to try and describe what the pain was and stuff like that. And so just through years of doing that, he effectively became immune to all naturally occurring venoms. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> he lived for a long time. Mm, okay. I can't th- oh, I'll have to look up who it was. Maybe I think he might have been Australian, actually. Okay. If he was, I'll look into it. Maybe I can do that next week. <laughs> if I remember. I'll probably forget. I'll remind you when, you, when you're sitting here, like you do every week, going, oh, I can't find stories. Yeah. <laughs> well, my next story is also about a kind of cancer, but this one's a person. <laughs> and I think I know which story you're going to do here. So this week in Melbourne, unfortunately, or Australia in Melbourne, Victoria, uh, we had our worst single police fatality event i don't know how to describe it i want to say i have a fun fact about this but it's not a fun fact the record previously was held by ned kelly at three or something at three yeah so Um, i mean they're not huge numbers which is great but it doesn't downplay no what happened uh so unfortunately four police officers were killed in a roadside accident after pulling over a vehicle this story is about the man who was driving the vehicle they pulled over i um i seen a photo of the scene and it just had sheets in various places. And I'm like, oh, God, yeah. those are I people. haven't seen any of the photos of the helicopter ones. This is really bad. The whole thing it is was. so bad. And one of the people on it, he'd only been a police officer for like, this was his first month on the job kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just. And I mean, the one who pulled the driver over had been a cop for like a, re- a really long time, like 30 years or something. Mm. So he had both ends of the scale there, I guess. Uh, headline here. Porsche driver Richard Pusey's home is vandalized with graffiti telling him to die after he allegedly filmed cops who pulled him over for speeding and they were hit by a truck begging for help as they lay dying. Yeah, I read about the um the lady, the woman cops um body cam. She turned it on Good. Uh, like after the accident because she was still alive. Isabel Stackpool for Daily Mail. Mortgage broker Dick Pussy, who was, spending, who was speeding at 149 kilometres an hour, that's 92 miles an hour, on Melbourne's Eastern Freeway earlier this week, resulted in the deaths of four police officers who pulled him over. He then filmed and berated the dying leading senior constable, Lynette Taylor, stating, There you go. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. All I wanted to do was go home and have my sushi, and now you've fucked my fucking car. Before fleeing on the foot like the dickhead pussy his name implies, his name implies... And he has tragically only had his home violated so far. I was kind of in a fit of rage when I wrote that, so it's a little bit not like... Oh, no, like, I, but, I don't think you can talk to an Australian this week who isn't fucking pissed off about this story. Yeah. <laughs> they were reporting at first that he handed himself in, but then I read that today that he uh, got arrested at a chemist <laughs> or a pharmacy, whatever you want Maybe to call it. Maybe it was a sushi train trying to get his sushi. <sighs> Yeah, uh, yeah, a message telling the 41-year-old hard puss, sorry, hard puss to die, because his, his name is Richard... Richard Pusey. It's too easy to make fun it, of it. It's it's literally, it's literally Dick, Dick Pussy. Dick Pussy. Yeah. yeah. Like his last name is spelled P-U-S-E-Y. Yeah. A message saying 41-year-old hard pass to die was painted on the roller door of his Fitzroy converted warehouse home. He lives not too far from us <sighs> in terms of like distance. Yeah. He's appeared in court and been charged with only nine offenses. He's not applied for bail. Now, I assume this is because he is a small, pathetic man who is afraid to face the public. He was also on bail at the time this happened. So he's fucked either way, honestly. 
His lawyer said in court that Dick Hart has mental health issues. And while this is clearly true, the man is a dropkick. It is a pathetic excuse. I don't think there's any excuse. Like, I have to wonder... He had prior criminal charges. It was all... Was he driving the truck that hit the police officers? No, but it's his fault that it happened because if he wasn't speeding... Yeah. They never would have to pull him over. Yeah. I mean, sushi can't have been that fucking good, mate. I, I mean, you can say that, and even so, even even so that they had pulled like pulled him over for speeding, it's still not his fault that the truck hit them. But what kind of human being films someone who is dying? And I read today that it says you ruined my dinner and my car. Yeah, who does that? No sane person and then does flees that. Flees on foot. Um, he also posted that footage to Facebook. Mm. Um, which. I mean, this this isn't even like Logan Paul level. This is like way above that. And I just don't understand as a human being how you could possibly do that. And it sounds like an absolute fuckwit. Oh, absolutely. And I think the most infuriating part for I me. I mean, he's a mortgage broker. <laughs> Let's well, not. I mean, <laughs> not <laughs> all mortgage brokers are bad people. But um, I've seen photos of him. He's always wearing a mask oh. now to cover his face. Um, but he's got a sad haircut. Um, and he is a total fuckwit. I hope he goes to prison and bad things happen to him. Yeah, same. I think I think the the worst part, Although, the most infuriating part that I've read is that she was still alive. Sounds like a couple of them he might have still been. He could have helped them. Yeah, no, but he had to go to the sushi. But instead he filmed them dying and yelled at them. What what kind of human being does that? I also read that? today they found like drug paraphernalia in the driver of the truck's cabin yeah so and he's on the police guard at the moment i don't know i mean i don't know i haven't read a lot about the case so i don't know i don't think the truck drivers hit them on purpose no from what i read he had a medical emergency yeah but whether that was induced by drugs or not i think mm-hmm. is yet to be confirmed i have heard the rumor because it is a rumor like there's nothing to prove that that was true that he was on ice maybe he was maybe he wasn't maybe mm. he did just have a medical episode i don't know other people defending because the law at the moment is and you see those lights you've got to slow down to 40 yes which is ridiculous when you're on a highway doing 100 110 because that's yeah. the speed limit uh, i mean i got pulled over once for you just got a warning there didn't you i did yeah and the guy was literally just doing it to catch people he was just on the side of the road with his lights on for no reason it was like the week I don't think after he can do it came that. out I think you can do that to warn people, but you can't do that and find people. I think that's why I only got a warning. Yeah, but you can't. He berated me. Bloody small town cop. <laughs> Clearly had nothing else to do. Clearly. <laughs> but yeah, the whole story is just so sad. And I just, I can't believe that he didn't help them. And I think, I, I don't think that he's going to get away with it. I don't think, I don't see how he There would be too much public outrage if he got away with it. Yeah. At this point, well, everyone's so angry. Like, an Australian cop dies, especially if they're killed by someone else. Oh, my God. People are very, mm. like, very emotional about it. One but thing I that think I... he didn't apply for bail because he knows he, if he goes out in public. Oh, he's probably safer in jail at this point, to be mm. honest with you. <laughs> One thing I did read on Twitter today that kind of rang true for me is we we, we thank, like, nurses and doctors and, like, you know, paramedics and other, you know, like emergency staff, especially during this whole COVID thing, no one thanks the cops. Mm. They're probably working just as hard to keep people safe. But everyone's probably thinking, oh, they're just handing out fines and being a police state. Uh." Yeah, but they're not doing it because it's fun. Yeah. Just something to think about. I I hadn't thought about that either until I read that today. (sighs) Yeah, well, I'll story the downer. Okay, well, my last one isn't, so. (laughs) Okay, my last story, it's not a downer. I mean, it is sort of, but... 
I, I got kind of angry when I was writing this, so I'm sorry for the tone, but it's not as bad as I make it sound. <laughs> this is about the NBN. <laughs> and I think that's why I was angry when I wrote Ugh. this. Honestly, like for anyone who is not Australian who's listening to this, the NBN is the biggest shit show in Australia. <laughs> they were going to, about 10 years ago, the other side of government was actually in power for a change. It's very unusual for Labour to be in control. And they came out with this wonderful plan to update Australia's infrastructure to this world-leading, fibre-to-the-premise, super high-speed by Australian standards, significantly at least, Yeah. Um, internet for everyone. And it was going to cost... A lot of money. A lot of money. And then the election happened and the opposition, who's now in power, said, nope, it's too expensive, Australians don't need it. And all the boomers who read all the Murdoch papers came out and were like, oh yeah, I only need fucking potatoes to run my computer. Um, so they voted against it because they're fucking stupid and old people's vote should count for less because they have to live with the consequences for little amounts of time. (laughs) That is my own personal belief, but I mean, I don't vote anyway. I wouldn't say that. Let's not go there. (laughs) And so they came out with their whole thing and it was, oh, we can do it on the copper still. The copper's still good. It's not fucking broken. We won't have to lay more of it, which they did and all the copper's shit and it's underwater half of it. And it's only taken even longer than it was meant to. Yep. Uh, it's still being built 10 years later after it started. Um, it's not finished. It's not close to finished. It keeps yep. getting delayed everywhere. Uh, the speeds are a tenth of what was promised. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't work. The fiber to the premise is cut. Some people only get it to the node. We are now on a hybrid fiber coaxial cable that I believe runs through the Foxtel network. It's what like pay TV used to run through. And somehow it's faster than the last place we lived in that did have fiber to the premise. So even when you get what was initially promised, yeah, it doesn't work the right. The whole thing is it's just a shit show. Costing more money. It's out of dated. Yep. And the speeds are fucked. Yep. Singapore's <laughs> got like gigabyte download speeds. New Zealand's cracking huge speeds. And in Australia... I'm fucking blown away at 30. It took me half an hour to download 60 gigabytes the other night, and yeah. I'm fucking impressed. And someone in another country sitting there right now being like, half an hour for 60 gigabytes? What the yeah. f-? If I lived in Singapore or somewhere, that would be six seconds. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it, it has put Australia so far behind the rest of the world for no reason. New video games come out, and if they don't get an early download access in Australia, we don't get to play them until the next day, effectively. Yeah. Well, like I, um, I participated in a, an R6 tournament not that long ago, mm. and one of the girls I played with, she had to go to someone else's house because they had a better internet connection. Otherwise, she'd get lag. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, Cairo had to go to someone else's house. <laughs> Fucking hell! So I, I'm just saying, this is the level of how much Australia's internet is fucked, and how there's no plan to make it any better. Th- this is the better plan. What did Tony Abbott come out and say? 25 megabytes is enough. Or was it megabit? I can't remember. I don't I don't want to know. <laughs> okay, so actually, now that you've got some background for what the NBN is and why it's shit, I'm going to give you another reason why it's not great. As if Australia, Australia's national broadband network, which is the NBN, um, didn't have enough problem, enough problems, it also has to contend with Australia's wildlife. See, even the fucking animals know it's shit. So here's what's going to happen with the MBN. Uh, The 5G is finally going to come out once we get past all the people who think it's fucking giving us coronavirus. No no one cares about those people anyway. It's happening regardless of whether they think it's giving us coronavirus. I'm sure those countries in Africa that don't have 5G and are dying of coronavirus, uh, you you know, that's what's what's happening there. Absolutely. Um, 
I honestly think in a few years we won't have Telstra Optus Internet. We'll be with no. It'll all be five G. Well, yeah, because at this point when five G four G is faster than the fucking MBN. It, it is at this point, and five G is obviously going to be faster than that. So we won't use the only good thing about how like shit the Australian internet is is our mobile phone plans are fucking amazing. Mine isn't great. Ah, <laughs> oh, I have sixty so- <laughs> gigabytes. I have seven. 60 gigabytes of telephone data, and I never get close to using it. And in America and other countries, I see complaining, they're like, oh, I've got to swap to the Wi-Fi, I'm going to use my my two gig or whatever. Two gig? Two gig? Is this 2012? What the fuck? Two gigabyte? (laughs) What kind of peasant internet are you on? And then I see their prices, and they're fucking expensive. Yeah. But then again- 40 Australian dollars. Their Wi-Fi is way better than ours. I know. So like That's the trade-off. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so, that's the trade-off. Our, our mobile phone plans are amazing because the mobile phone companies realize... That people rely on that. Yeah. We, so. I, we play games with people and sometimes their internet's fucking out, so they hotspot and run the computer games off their phone data. Yeah. Because it's better. It just is. I'd never connect to our Wi-Fi on my phone because it's a fucking waste. <laughs> um, okay. So I also got heated when I was writing this because... I uh, th- this is what I wrote in my anger about the NBN. We now have this lovely thing called fiber to the node, which means copper wire is still used to the home, and it's all just a big bunch of bullshit because the boomer government thinks the internet isn't that important. I got heated. <laughs> copper wire is brown because it's shit. It's fucking shit. <laughs> okay, onto the actual story. <laughs> so, aside from all of the drama you just heard. NBN technicians have discovered that cockatoos have been damaging the ends of spare fiber cables left in place on communications towers for future network expansion by eating them. (laughs) Why are they eating the fiber optic cable? Are cockatoos native to Australia? Yes. Oh, okay. Cockatoos are a big fucking bird. (laughs) And uh, I am not surprised that their beaks can get through. The big white parrot. It uh, it really is. With a nice little yellow crest. And they can talk. We see it with New Guinea, but they're not native to New Guinea. Right, Although okay. I saw one flying around once, and I think it was an escaped pet. Oh, really? Yeah. People do keep them as pets, which I find really odd, because I feel like if you got bit by a cockatoo, it would really hurt. Yeah. I guess the same for macaws and stuff. And yeah. they've got a really big fucking beak. Like, it's, a best, it's, a, it's a white galah. A galah's not native to Australia? No, they are. This is not helping anyone. I'm trying to explain it for anyone who listens who isn't Australian. I, I feel like a cockatoo, a cockatoo is a is. fairly well-known Australian bird. I would think so. I think they are. Big white fucking bird with a yellow thing it's, on its head. Yeah. You, you've probably <laughs> seen them. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. Th- I'm, sure, that, I'm sure there's one in Crocodile Dundee somewhere. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure there is. Have you not seen Crocodile I think Dundee? I've seen like one half of one. I think we watched like half of one on TV one night. That's the most crocodile. Oh, and you went to bed. Yeah. I watched the rest of it. That's the most crocodile Dundee I've ever seen. (laughs) So it doesn't surprise me that they can get through these cables because. It's a big beak. Big beaks. It's designed for cracking open nuts. Yeah. (laughs) So at, at the time of this article, no active cables have been found to be damaged. But in my mind, I'm like, how can a cockatoo tell the difference between a spare and an active one? I think the idea being that, uh, if it was an active cable, it's, connected to something on the other end where it's sounds like these are just spare cables that just hang loose and the cockatoo comes over and goes this is shiny <laughs> either way the cables cost ten thousand dollars to replace and they've had to replace eight so far it's 80k on cables that cockatoos have eaten why was your internet delayed cockatoos were eating my <laughs> bloody internet cables here's what nbn's senior project manager had to say 
That's Australia for you. If the snakes and spiders don't get you, the cockies will. Which sounds really dirty if you're not from Australia, but mm. cockies is just sort of a cockatoo. <laughs> so do you want to hear what NBN's solution to this problem is? Cause it's I don't know. Was easy. it fucking shoot copper at them? No. No, we're not, we're not hurting cockatoos. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can't kill cockatoos. Or like you'd get fined if you found it. You could very easily kill a cockatoo. But no, what I'm saying to. is I'm pretty sure it's illegal because it's a native species. At airports, all airports have license to shoot at birds. Well, I've I've seen that movie. What is what was that movie called? Um, Storm the one Boy? with Anthony Hopkins in it, and they hit ducks and they crash in the wilderness. Yeah, birds are a very serious problem for aviation. So all they it is the absolute last straw. They have to try all these other techniques first, but if the birds won't leave for the safety of the aircraft and the people at the aerodrome, they will start shooting at Look, the birds. I don't want to think about shot birds right now, so I'm just going to tell you what MBN's fabulous solution to this cockatoo problem is. Stormboy's a good movie. I think it's getting a remake. Sorry? Stormboy, you ever see that? Oh, yeah. That's a pelican one, yeah? Yeah, it's a pelican. Yeah. Mr. Percival? I want to say yes. I want to say Mr. Percival. It's been a long time. I think it was getting a remake, but just watch the original. NBN's solution to the problem is a $14 plastic canister that will encase the cable ends. If they can get through these thick braided cables, I dare say they can probably get through plastic. Yeah, but the plastic might not be as appealing to them as the cable. That's true. That's true. There you go. Our NBN system for you guys. (laughs) Outdated before it's even completed. Exactly. (laughs) Dead on arrival. (sighs) National bullshit network. I like it. Let's go with it. So, <laughs> fuck, it was right there and I've delayed it, so I've screwed myself out of a good, witty, quickly thought up segue. You know that you can edit it to make it sound like you quickly yeah, thought Yeah, but that's not fine. I'll just live with Okay. Speaking of the nation, a map of Australia's funniest place names. Oh, hell yeah. I gotta think of a better segue of saying speaking of. That's, that's, a, that's killing my segues right now. Uh, Nicole Frost for Domain, which is actually Domain. a real yeah. estate site where you it can is. buy, sell, and rent properties on. Yes. But they write articles about things sometimes. UK map makers Stump Shaw, Tinselton, and Gigawick. 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 Produce maps of countries highlighting all the funny name places within said countries. Is that why they're called Gigawick? Stumpshaw, Tinselton, and Gigglewick. I'd have to imagine they picked those names on purpose for that reason, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the map makers have noted whilst working on the Australia map that Tasmania in particular has many peculiar named places, such as Tungus Point, <laughs> Deep Thought, Crack Pot, Stink Hole, Misery Knob. Is this just descriptors of what the town is like? These are places, not necessarily towns, but yeah. Oh, okay. Eggs and Bacon Bay. Well, that's a place. Prickly uh, Bottom and Crocodile Rock. I'm hoping the rock looks like a crocodile. This or Elton John, maybe? <laughs> what was that? There's no crocodiles <laughs> in Tasmania. <laughs> yeah, but the rock might look like a crocodile. Uh, the article also mentions there is a cave in Australia called, well, it wasn't there last year. <laughs> well, it wasn't there last year. But... Is that just like the first thing someone said when I they seen so. it? <laughs> um, so you can actually buy this map. Okay. It costs like 30 bucks on the website. Right. If in the, if you follow the link in the article that we link around whatever, you can find it. Then, of course, they've done the UK and America and a bunch of other countries from what I can understand. So I looked on the website and they've got some zoomed in pictures of parts of the map, not all of it. So yeah. I haven't seen all of the places, but I went through and for all the states that I could see, which was most of them, 
I just went through quickly and picked off some ones that I enjoyed. So let's go through some of them now. Okay. So Tasmania, boobs flat. Is that because they are? <laughs> Titty G Creek, Misery Knob, which was always mentioned. Penguin. Pe- penguin. Just penguin. Just pe- okay. Deep bottom. Oh, that Round doesn't sound good. Round bottom. Satan's Lair. Boring Creek. <laughs> Is that because it's boring? Mossy Nipple Bend. Oh, God. <laughs> Lovely Bottom. Bottom Lagoon. There's lots of places in Tasmania called something bottom. What? Is that because it's at the bottom of the country? Maybe that's just... Maybe they're all bottoms in their relationships. Oh, God. <laughs> and finally, Guy's Dirty Hole. Okay. I Guy, think Tasmania truly okay? is a country of bottoms. Mm. Sorry, a state of bottoms. Yeah. Uh, so moving <laughs> on now to South Australia. Okay. Pig Face Island. Ugh. You know what that makes me think of, like, Lord of the Flyers? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Grown Creek. Like, grown as in the noise? Uh, yeah. Okay. A creek is a river. Like a it's small, a small river. It's a small one, yeah. yeah. ABC Range. Wow, someone really <laughs> just didn't put any thought into that, did they? Chewing Knob. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I like this one. Cream Puff Corner. Oh, that sounds cute. Lois Lane. Okay, Like the Superman guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. Um... Fittingly titled, because this one is actually on Kangaroo Island, which I spoke about in the bushfires when mm. the island got burnt down. Anxious Bay. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't I want to fear, go there for a There was probably a lot of anxiety there at that time. Rapid Head. Oh, God. <laughs> Dave's Hole. You stay out of it. It's Dave's. <laughs> pig Face Flat. Okay, a lot of pig face here. Sudden Jerk. He just appears. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good time. Sorry, Sudden Jerk Island. Yeah, it does sound like a good time. Doodle Doodle Pinnacle. <laughs> Did they let a child name that? <laughs> and finally, Horny Point. <laughs> Just a Horny Point. I can imagine what Hey, babe, you want to go out to Horny Point? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you can see my Doodle Doodle Pinnacle. <laughs> Give me some of that rabbit head and I'll let you see the Cream Puff Corner. <laughs> I'll take you to Cream Puff Corner. Hey, Lois Lane, you want to go out to Horny Point? I'll show you my doo-doo-doo-doo pinnacle. And then I'll, and then I'll cream puff all oh, Fuck me. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> Moving on to Queensland now. Mount Mistake. Was it a mistake? It's a mountain. It just happened. <laughs> yo, yo, creek. Not yo-yo like the toy, just yo-yo, creek. <laughs> okay. Wanko. Wanko. Wanko is in like having a wank. But you shorten it down like Australians always do, from like serves, service station to servo, Macca's to... Wanko. Oh, sorry, McDonald's to Macca's. I can't even say McDonald's anymore, it's Macca's. I don't... I It's Macca's. 14-year-old boy after school, you're going to go home and have a wanko. Ugh! <laughs> Lick hole gully. Okay. Who... Who <laughs> named it that? Funk gully. That was all right. Quite like Mount that. breast. Ooh. Well, I, I know what it looks like now. Banana. Are there a lot of bananas there? Like <laughs> two mile knob. That is a long knob. Pimple. Ew. Contender I for, or I guess, competing against Horny Point is Shag Lagoon. <laughs> shag is an Australian term for like having sex. It's a British term. Is it? Yeah. Well, they've probably got adopted then. Well, there we go. <laughs> banana bank. Nowhere near banana. Okay, that's confusing. Screw gully. Screw is also slang here for sex. Yes, it is. <laughs> bum Bum Creek. Um, okay, I know what's happening there, I guess. Boobarana Waterhole. <laughs> that just sounds weird. Knob. 
Just Nob. Just Nob. I mean, I know a guy whose screen name is Nob. Yeah, but... He should live there. Nob. <laughs> Nob from Nob. Nob from Nob. And finally, Ugly Creek. Oh, well, that's just mean. <laughs> WA. Die Hardy Range. Someone likes Die Hard. Hard to find Dam. <laughs> it is what it says on the box. <laughs> First hit mine. No. Wild Night Hill. Okay. As in nighttime. Not... So, so, someone had a good time on Mount that hill. Cumming. Ooh. Spelt exactly how you would imagine. Ooh. Bummer pull. <laughs> Useless loop. Oh, that's really mean. <laughs> Shag bay. Headbutt. Oh, God. Headbutts. Booty place. <laughs> they get the booty. I was shocked when I saw this one. Whoop, whoop. It's oh, a real place. Yeah, I knew that was a real place. I just thought it was a term. Like, it's fucking out. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, no, whoop's a real place. it's actually in whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop is whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop's in the middle of nowhere. That's why people say that. It's not. Compared to like some other parts of the country, it's really only like four hours south of when Perth. When that saying probably started. I know. <laughs> Groper Bluff. Well, I hope they've got consent. Titty cup soak. <laughs> what is a soak? I don't know. I sure it was like a pool or something. Titty cup soak. Right next to Groper's Bluff. Big lake. Just big lake. I mean, descriptive. Also in WA, sudden jerk. It's two of them. Why? His jerk disappears. <laughs> and finally, Dilly Dally Well. I like that one. Dilly Dally Well. Northern Territory was hard because they didn't have a lot of it showing. So I've got very few from there. But we've got their little stinking lagoon, <laughs> which is right next to the big stinking lagoon. And I'm sure that's just like, it, it is what it is. Three knobs. Maybe there are only three men in that place. Well, you know what they have? What? Three knobs creek. Oh. <laughs> Never failed dam. It never fails. Not yet, at least. <laughs> <laughs> and dead dog waterhole. Oh, I don't like that one. <laughs> and finally, New South Wales. Oh, God. There's a place in New South Wales called Yes I Know Rock. <laughs> I wonder what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> For someone to be like, Yes I Know. There's a rock there. Yes I Know. <laughs> Crackneck Point. Well, that, sound- that sounds like it's very dangerous. <laughs> never fail island. Okay, there's a lot of never failing. I think that's like, you've got high hopes. <laughs> uh, for anyone who lives in Sydney, you've all, you've all know this one. Rudy Hill. Good old Rudy Hill. Rudy Hill RSL. So I used, get, postcode. I used to get the bus from Rudy Hill train station to go to Wonderland. Oh man, Wonderland. Yeah. I miss roller coasters. <laughs> the stink lack of roller coasters in Australia. They're all on Queensland and the Gold Coast. And that's Luna it. Luna Park. They're bad, boring roller coasters. Yeah, probably. I don't like roller coasters, so I don't really care. I'll make you like roller coasters. <laughs> um, where were we? Tumble Down Dick, which I've been through. Have you? Mm. Mm. Yeah, just fell off one day. And, uh, <laughs> I like this one a lot. Hungry or thirsty gully. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Hungry or the- <laughs> What's that? Um, That chocolate milk brand? Oh, Big M? No, Oak. Well, that oh, it's kills oak. hungry, thirsty, dead. Oh, they yeah. They should advertise there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the middle of nowhere, though. Cumbung Swamp. Ew. That sounds gross. Nobby. Nobby. Nap, nap. <laughs> I want to go there. I like this one. Possum Power Hill. I like that one, too. It's very cute. Also, I like this next one. The Boobs. The Boobs. Just the Boobs. <laughs> I would love you to say, yeah, I'm from the Boobs. Dead Woman's Hole. I don't like that. Mount's horrible. I don't like that either. 
That was having a good time. Come by chance. Okay. Horse knob. Ew. Skinner knob. Ew. Andy's knob. Please stop naming things after knobs. Dick's knob. Ugh. Billy's knob. Sandy knob. Please stop. The bald knob. Stop. The rocky knob. <laughs> the gob. <laughs> Fiddletown. Suicide. Suicide. Just suicide. Uh, okay. And stuttering Dick's Creek. <laughs> There's so many places named after knobs. Yeah, New why? South Wales. I don't know. And the spelling varies. In some states, it's just N-O-B, and in others, it's K-N-O-B. Okay. Welcome um, to Australia. Yeah, we got some really fucking weird <laughs> town names. There was other things there that I'd seen before, like Ball's Head. That's in the middle of Sydney Harbour. It is. Um, Been to Ball's Head. Yeah. So it's a nice little park, actually. It is, yeah. Yeah, great spot to see the fireworks. Can see, can see the uh, harbour in some, mm. at some points. Gets uh, balls heads gets very busy. It does for New Year's Eve fireworks. But that brings us to the end of yet another episode. I had a funny one, of, like my favorite mm. um, suburb that has a weird or funny name, and it was from when I lived in Newcastle in New South Wales. Wood Rising. Wood Rising. Wood Rising. <laughs> it was probably on the map, and I just don't remember seeing it. <laughs> so that's probably my favorite one that I've experienced because I've been there. Wood Rising. Your favourite experience is Wood Rising? Yep. Oh. I am straight, so. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I came that. to Australia. There, there was a few that they included, and I looked at them and I thought to myself, this isn't a funny name, this is just the Aboriginal name. And yeah. you're a foreigner and you don't get it. Yeah. When I came to Australia, there was a few names that I first thought were kind of weird, like Tumby Umby oh, and things no, like that's that. that's just a... I'm sure that means something in an Aboriginal language like yeah. this, like... Or curl curl or wagga wagga. You're like, what the fuck is that? Curl curl is like the curl curl means waves because <laughs> yeah. in an Aboriginal, at least in that Aboriginal language, I think a maybe plural in most of them, is just you say it again. You say it twice. Yeah. yeah. So curl curl uh, wagga. I think is a crow. So wagga wagga uh, is many crows, right? Or many reeds. I don't. Remember. I guess like you know, to someone else, wagga wagga might sound kind of funny. Yeah. I get but, it. I mean, it's not, it's not that bad. Yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> One of them was just like Yara Ponga, and I'm like. Uh, I don't think it's that funny sounding, no. but I guess if you live in England, maybe. Who knows? Is is that is that the show That's for this it. week? That's it. That's all I got. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let's eat dinner. Oh yeah, I am pretty hungry actually. I was gonna see if you wanted to order donuts, but I know we're trying to be good, but I also really want donuts because I couldn't get them yesterday. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just sign us out. Okay. Go ahead. If you'd like to send us funny name places from around your own town or country, Ooh, please yeah, email us, us at fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com or send us a link on Google Maps at Fuck Me Dead Podcast on Twitter, which is at Fuck Me Dead Pod. I've really fucked this up. God <laughs> damn it. I'm just looking at you going, what is happening right now? <laughs> Our email is fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at Fuck Me Dead Pod. <laughs> You can also find us on the website, fuckmedeadpodcast.com, and you can subscribe on any bloody, bloody, fucking, mother, bloody, <laughs> heckin' podcast platform there is. Tell your friends and your buddies, please give us more ratings. We love you. Thank you for listening. Good night. <laughs> you get really frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that, that that's, that's the spiel. Like. That it. <laughs> is that it? That's it. I got nothing else. So efficient. I was afraid. I could, I could tell. I could tell. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it. Um, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. And to save CJ shouting more about how frustrated he is with the outro, I guess we'll we'll go and see. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Fuck the NBN. Bye.
Bye. <laughs>